Welcome to Empowered Conversations. I'm your host, Susie Petrozzi. This podcast will take you on a journey of personal growth and self-discovery through conversations with special guests that will inspire you to live the life of your dreams. Get ready now for an Empowered Conversation. Welcome to Empowered Conversations. I'm very, very delighted to have um, an incredibly special guest with me today. Her name is Dr. Elsbeth Moyt. Now, those of you who've been listening to Empowered Conversations, you may have found or come across an earlier episode of my interview with Dr. Elsbeth Moyt on how to awaken um, feminine essence, how to awaken your feminine essence. That's early on in the episodes when I first started doing the podcast. It is a phenomenal um, uh, interview. We we explored um, her own journey, um, how she came to do the work that she's doing now, which is helping women create lasting intimacy and fulfillment in their lives and relationships. She is also um, an author of a book called Sexual Enlightenment, enlightenment um she's appeared on numerous numerous shows um television shows sexual healing um she's coached incredibly diverse um couples from billionaires to um entrepreneurs and um people who've shared their journey um and whom she's helped along so without further ado i will have elspeth share more um elspeth thank you so much for having this empowered conversation with me thank you so much susie for having me on and for allowing me to share uh, a bit of my journey and uh, really looking so forward to you know support and be of, of service to other women um, the more I mature and the older I get you know the more I feel like wow it's time to give back mm. so it's no longer just about me like like me making it in the world you know mm, mm. it is really about that what i have honed that what has been given to me to circle back and um and i have to say that has come more recently like over the last few years that i have become keenly aware of that i think it was around when i turned 70 that i really started to look at you know what is my legacy not legacy in the sense about the legacy being about myself but more the legacy of what i leave the planet with you know mm-hmm. in my world that i can contribute to an impact and uh, so i'm so delighted to be here with you today and to you know share with all the listeners here what it means to be on our journey as a woman Mm. and you know given that we are in such a different place now than we were you know even 20 years ago ago 30 years ago 50 years ago or more where the opportunities were not as plentiful as they are now also the freedom and the rights and the laws that may have changed so that women actually can not only be more expressed but also you know participating in guiding and leading 
our world. And what I have found is that many of us, many of us women, probably unconsciously took on, you know, the patriarchal male kind of leading or making it in the world or succeeding. Now, there is a little bit a hunch here because the thing is that in order to compete in the marketplace, we need to have our masculine or yang capacities developed. You know, I have to be willing to compete, to go out there, to be direct, intentional, you know, linear, all of that. And we don't want to throw this out with the bathwater. However, what many of us also may have forgotten or what may have uh, gotten into the background is our feminine or the yin wisdom and essence that actually is so strong, has such strength, you know, unlike perhaps what we heard when we were younger, that the feminine is weak, you know. However, seeing that the feminine is strong and that there is um, so much listening and openness and flowing, and most importantly, the intuitive connection with our inner self, our gut self, mm. perhaps even what I call our yoni self, which is the sexual center of a woman, given that this is the center, you know, where children are conceived and carried for nine months. I mean, what Coltrane of wisdom mm. resides in that, you know, bubble, wow. so to speak, or that orb. And um, so, so yeah, I'm just happy to share a little bit more. And please guide me, Susie, when I get off, or, you know. Yeah. Um, Elsbeth, thank you so much. Firstly, um, yeah, what you've shared so much already, I'm certain will speak to so many women. Um, I just want to acknowledge you for the um, for the amazing and beautiful woman that you are as you started to share and, you know, you've dedicated your life to doing the work that you are now, maybe not initially early on because your journey was very different early on, started out in Germany, <laughs> um, big, big family, and here you are now you know, and looking so radiant, um, incredibly, you know, just just so present and in who you are. So coming back to what you were then sharing about speaking to, you know, um, women's, well, individual women's journey, but women's journey collectively where we're at, I mean, gosh, Everything that you've spoken about is speaking to me in terms of where I am at and stepping back from a lot of the doing, from a lot of the ticking. We've had previous conversation, you and I, when we spoke, just, you know, um, connecting together. Um, how certainly for me, it's not that the ambition for me, my ambition isn't about career goals. My ambition is about being true to who I am as a woman, as a person, as a human being in this life. So, 
Ellsworth, can you share more about how do we as women reconnect to our own journey? And, you know, early on you were saying, what do we take sometimes? What do we take on that journey? What don't we need to take, metaphorically speaking, but certainly (laughs) literally speaking? Um, Can you speak to that more from the experience of, what your what your understanding, learning in your own life, what you've been through, particularly more recently over the last few years. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, when I just think of probably there are women of all different ages who are listening. So, how can I speak to each of you? And because at different ages, we have different concerns. You know. Uh, because like giving back in the way how I'm thinking of it now Mm -hmm. that was not present for me uh, when I was you know 30 or 50 now that doesn't mean that I didn't want to contribute I mean no matter when I was a music teacher an arts administrator in my early 30s or in my 30s and then later on became a management consultant you know and then starting uh, Tantra Nova here in Chicago our institute working with couples and uh, singles in how to create love and intimacy consciously instead of just falling into it Uh, because when I just fall into it while it may feel great at the time and I fall into it but I don't have a clue what I was doing so I cannot replicate it and um, so in these different phases from music teacher to management consultant to uh, you know now having our institute and being intimacy and relationship coach such different phases I have gone through and while there was always the wish to contribute and to make a difference there is something more expanding expanded now for me here which really it feels like you know just like energy is circular like energy in the universe never disappears it just shifts shape you know so when I die my physical body you know disintegrates however the frequency that I am doesn't disappear it then transforms or transmutes into you know another shape or form or the wind or who knows Mm. so in that sense energy is circular you know it comes around so in that sense i feel oh i'm now in a phase of my life where i can like close the circuit giving back you know to the and giving back to the people uh, whose time it is to receive you know to to build to grow and that doesn't mean that i don't grow anymore you know it's an ongoing uh, you know path until we pass away but there is something about that uh, returning and giving back and um, so so one of perhaps the lessons or what has really 
gotten really important to me is that and I really resisted that for many many years and that is surrendering like surrender was a word that I didn't even want to touch because it for me it was synonymous with giving myself up you know and that didn't feel powerful it just felt like being helpless mm. now surrender for me has a whole other meaning where I let go and open up to you know to receive uh, from the ever-present universal energy universal wisdom that is you know ever-present um, and what follows is trusting or perhaps trusting comes first and then surrender or surrendering and then trusting I, they go together <laughs> you know and and because this is something that is a daily practice mm. because like the worry may never end the question is am i engaging in the worrying or when I wake up in the middle of the night and some uncertainty befalls me mm -hmm. and often it looms much bigger than when I'm awake and everything is fine, you know. But that, that there that I breathe and center myself in the present moment and in that sense let go into the present moment because in the present moment I'm fine. That doesn't mean that I know what's going to happen tomorrow. That doesn't mean I necessarily know if I'm on the right path, which then also questions what's the right path anyway. You know? mm. <laughs> because this morning when I was thinking about our conversation, I thought, you know, the, I'm really on the right path no matter where I am and I think that is one message I want to convey today which is like if you question your path just know you are on the right path Wow! you know how it looks today may not be consistent with what you think about where you should be or where you want to be in the future and that doesn't mean that you couldn't you know shape what is going to come about in the future at the same time we are where we are yeah. and of course that's the right path for the moment mm. you know and so that then allows me just to let it go oh i'm at the right time in the right place you know and just elspeth breathe in and just notice and then just be curious and open what may happen the next moment mm. or the next day however coming from a place of curiosity mm. versus from i should know i have to know uh, i am doing the wrong thing or you know if it were to look the way i think it should look then I would be all right. But when do we ever get to that place when, you know, and then there are these magical moments when something happens where that what I envisioned comes to fruition 
in an even much bigger way. Like uh, one example. Uh, so part of what I'm doing now, teaching, working with couples and singles around love and intimacy has a great deal to do with that. I was very despaired over 20 years ago around love and relationship because I had this pattern of being attracted to unavailable men. And while it was, you know, quite exciting at certain moments, most of the time I was alone. And there was this moment when I got hit by that, that if I were not going to change this, I would end up leaving this planet with never having had lasting intimacy and love in my life. Now, I did have love and intimacy in my life, but I was not able to sustain it. And so there was this blind spot, which I didn't know what it was that kept me from sustaining uh, intimacy and love. Mm. And also this whole thing about attracting unavailable men. And I thought I was so available. But what I then got in my own healing journey through Tantra, through meditation, was that I actually distrusted men. Mm. I mean, I had no clue if you had told me that, Susie, that, uh, you know, uh, I was distrusting of men uh, 20 years ago. I thought you would be out of your mind, you know. I didn't look like a distrusting bitch. I was very charming and, uh, you know, engaging, inviting. and But anyway, I was definitely suffering under all of that. And through my own healing journey, something opened up for me that had to do with healing, clearing of past experiences that still were living on the cellular level, particularly in in my sexual center, as I discovered, um, where I decided men are never there for you when you really need them. It was when I was 18 years old, but this decision was not conscious. So it was more like, you know, in order to cope, we make these nanosecond second decisions. And then it trailed me my whole life until, you know, I intervened with it through the healing work. And out of it, I really wanted to assist other women in, uh, you know, coming to themselves, to their love selves, and then bring the love also with another into their life that we so desire. But if we don't do the inner healing, it's not possible for the healing with another or the opening into another. Mm. And so that, um, you know, that letting go into, into my love self, that may not be that easy you know when we speak about self-love i mean we can all resonate with it but what does it really mean how do i love myself and when i have blind spots i cannot even see where i don't love myself and so um how did i come to this all perhaps you can guide me back to what I, yeah, well, um, I, I was asking about the question, you know, um, 
you know, looking at women's journeys, what do they take on, metaphorically speaking? And then you said, well, how can I speak to the diversity of so many women? And depending on the age, and you shared around what you've been learning on your journey and then how you started, you know, your work as um, um, as a relationship and intimacy coach, Ellsberth. Um, yeah. And you've just shared so much already. Um, it's quite profound and beautiful. Yes. Yeah, you know, you and, and it's interesting, you touched on blind spots, you touched on the healing that's needed, you touched on, you know, consciously having to create, um, wanting to create intimacy and love in our lives, not just something that happens, you know, that this is about really turning our awareness to to that part of, of us and our, our life. Um, yeah, you've taken you've taken me to you've taken us to so many different places, and it's so. What's so beautiful about this conversation is the things that were coming to me by way of asking, wanting to ask. You addressed it in the next one. It's the it's like it's like you just picked up on that, and because one thing that I was really interested in, well, interested by way of wanting you to speak more to is. You know that surrender, that letting letting go, the trust, the, all of it that goes together. Like I want to do that each time more and more. You know, like more. You know, it's like I want to let go, but it's like part of me. There's always something at some point that is not quite fully, perhaps doing that. Not perhaps, but yes, doing that. And then you speak to self love. You know, I, I've even started recently just doing this kind of holding, embracing myself because it just feels so good. It's like, okay, if I don't get self-love because I think that I get it but it's intellectual, how can I embody that more? So there's self-love, there's blind spots, there's surrender, letting go, trusting. Um, there's all of those all of those conscious practices that need to happen they're not just yeah i will do that you know your friends will say or you know friends say to each other you need to love yourself more what does that mean what does that mean in an embodied way wow what a great question you know what just came to me while you were speaking and you embraced yourself like, may I just share a, a brief practice? Please. Yes, of course. I think that, that will, to some extent, answer the question of what it means to love myself. So loving myself, the first step is actually to connect with myself and come present to myself. So if you could take your left hand and place it in the middle of your chest, between your breasts, on your heart center, and if you're not driving, please call, uh, close your eyes and exhale all air. And then taking in a deep breath and notice how your belly rises and then all the way up into your heart, into the chest and on the exhalation, imagine letting the breath trickle down through your torso and out of the base into the seat. Again, a deep breath in through the nose, down into the belly, 
all the way up into the heart center and the heart center opens into the hand and on the exhalation imagine letting the breath the energetic breath trickling down and out into the seat continue in this breathing practice and notice with each inhalation how your heart opens your chest expands into the hand and on the exhalation your heart space your chest relaxes and again on the inhalation your heart and love center opens reaching into the palm and on the exhalation the slight relaxation and while you are breathing into your heart center you're breathing into your love your compassion and after a few times it just feels like coming and going like the ocean wave by itself now we are just watching the expanding the opening of the heart center your love and on the exhalation the relaxation the letting go and in that breathing in and breathing out becoming aware of that you are love always have been love it's your nature and always will be love and the connection to you as love being is just one breath away just one touch of your hand on the heart away being present to yourself following the breath coming in and going out everything else has disappeared becoming one with yourself connecting with that still place within where intimacy arises and with your eyes closed if you could just take your hand off one inch while you continue breathing in expanding the heart into the hand without touching on the exhalation feel the dynamic between your palm and your heart center this is magnetism and then bring your hand back into your lab and just for one more breath enjoy the rising of your heart center and the letting go the relaxation of your heart center and then let's come back by opening your eyes and would you share Susie how you may feel right now I feel expanded I feel I feel the word that comes is awake I'm awake and 
I've, I, I, yeah, I feel awakened. Mm, I feel really here, like I'm here. That was, yeah, that was really profound. Elspeth, thank you so much for taking us on that. That was divine. Mm, you know, I just feel more in every inch of myself. Mm. Thank you. Mm. The beauty of this connection, not that it's all, not only that it's very immediate. The other part I like about it is. <clears throat> Actually, I don't have to tell myself I love myself. I just love myself. That is just what arises, you know. I don't have to work on it. I just <clears throat> connect with the breath and feel my beautiful heart, my chest opening, you know. And I mean, I would love to hear from everybody who is mm. listening. This is so exciting. <laughs> Thanks for joining me today on Empowered Conversations. Subscribe to the show now and then head over to my Facebook page, Susie Petrozzi, for free personal growth and self-discovery tools that you can use today to be present, be powerful, and be on purpose. See you next time for Empowered Conversations. Empowered Conversations.